0: All right, good to see everybody Saturday tonight, and we are live. Glad to be back after my uh, two-week unwanted sabbatical, but I am back in action. Glad to see everybody. Thanks for sticking with me, everybody on Facebook, everybody on Rumble, everybody on Black Robe, and everybody on CTN. Love you all. God bless you. You might wonder sometimes when things like this happen to faith preachers, you're like, well, you were out for two weeks because your back blew out. Well, what I do is I go to the Bible. And look at what the Word of God says, and it's very simple. It's found in Matthew chapter 17, 19 through 21. And it says that Jesus' disciples came to him privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Why couldn't they cast out the demon out of the epileptic boy? And Jesus said to them, and the exact quote is, So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. And he's flip over to Mark chapter nine, verses 23 and 24. It says, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe help my unbelief. So I was laid up for two weeks because of my unbelief. That's the Bible. I'm okay with that. I don't need anybody to soften the blow for me. That's the word of God. So what I did over the last two weeks is careen into the word of God and increase my belief and dispel my unbelief. And I actually made this shorter than the last time I had one of these things by by a couple weeks. So. Nothing structurally wrong. This will not keep me out long term. It's some inflammation. In the joint actually above my hip causes a muscle spasm. That's what happened. That's why I was out. But anyway, so I'm back. I turn to the word of God. Be praying for my increase of unbelief. an increase of belief and decrease of unbelief. And I'll never have this situation again. But anyway, we
1: are back. We are live Saturday night. Going right to Tucker. Play for me. The government of China has just completely shut down the city of Shanghai. Shanghai is the biggest city in the country. It's one of the largest cities in the world. More than 25 million people live in Shanghai. And the lockdown there is, by all accounts, more brutal and more far-reaching than anything we saw in Wuhan two years ago. Watch. Well, if you think Wuhan 2020 was bad, welcome to Shanghai 2022. This has been like no
2: other lockdown, and it's in the country's cosmopolitan and most affluent financial hub of all places. So this door behind me, this is my exit to the outside alleyway. And late last night, I heard them taping up my door along with the doors of my neighbors. They're placing a paper seal so as to keep it closed. Some buildings with positive cases inside, well,
1: they're locked shut from the outside. They're using bicycle locks and padlocks just to keep people in. So for once, CNN is not exaggerating. You have 25 million people locked inside their homes. You have the largest prison camp in human history. Anyone who tests positive for COVID is shoved into a van and then taken to a quarantine camp. Watch it happen to this child. (laughs) So where are those vans going? Well, here are pictures of a quarantine camp in China. The child you just saw may be there now. Many thousands of Chinese citizens are. At this camp, mattresses are strewn on the floor of cells. There's no water. There's just one shared toilet. Just days ago, the inmates you see here were living ordinary lives in their own homes. Now they're in prison.
0: All right, so here we are. Basically, let's see, it'll be 25 months into 15 days to flatten the curve now. Just about exactly 25 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And this is still what's going on in the country of the author of the virus. That's what's still happening. Because you see, this was the design... For the entire time, this was the this was the design from day one to turn the world into China. That was the plan from day one. No, the businesses in the United States didn't see it. Of course, we know that the evangelical church and the evangelical community in the United States didn't see it. Everybody closed, but here we are, twenty five months into fifteen days to flatten the curve, and the country that authored the virus is still doing this in their most capitalistic center, which we'll get to in just a moment. That is not that is not by accident. There is no COVID crisis actually happening in Shanghai. Basically, nobody is being hospitalized and nobody is dying of COVID. But basically what is happening is it's, it's the same exact COVID theater that has happened from day one with no statistical basis whatsoever, no health data basis whatsoever. It's simply a control mechanism. I heard Rodney Howard Brown say this again during his Friday night service for Good Friday. This was always about shutting down Jesus's church that's what it's all about yes you're gonna they go after capitalism yes they're going after the united states but it's all about going after the church of jesus christ the 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 real church those who are born again the church of jesus christ that's what it's about because the church of jesus christ out of galatians chapter 5 verse 1 it is for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery and of course the entire american church and really the entire worldwide church did not respond to that verse with obedience they were instead burdened again by yoke of slavery and closed their doors but what we are seeing in china in our 25th month of 15 days to flatten the curve and many democratic states are still very much into lockdowns staring still very much into masks and mandates here we see the model unfolding before our very eyes play the next one for me will <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: This can absolutely happen here. If it wasn't for the Second Amendment, which, of course, the Lao-Beijing, the non-CCP citizenry of China, the Lao-Beijing are those that do not participate in the Chinese Communist Party. There is a, I mean, there's millions of these people, possibly hundreds of millions of these people that are simply being dominated by the CCP, by the People's Liberation Army, using COVID. That's what this is all about. This This is the exact same playbook Scott Morrison is using in Australia. He just can't quite pull it off as much as China can. It's the exact same playbook that Emmanuel Macron is doing in France, that Boris Johnson is doing in England, that Angela Merkel is doing, doing in Germany, that Justin Trudeau is doing in Canada, and that what Joe Biden has attempted to do in the United States. It's a World Economic Forum plot. And you can find this again right out of the book of Revelation that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. See what's going on around you. Look at what is happening all around you. Well, Tom, they're lifting mandates. No, they're lifting them, but holding on to their emergency. Emergency powers right now they just reinstituted them in one state in the United States it slips my mind right now but they just reinstituted them again I believe it's in Pennsylvania maybe Philadelphia I can't remember but they're all holding on to their emergency powers because COVID is their little secret pill it's their little poison pill that they use to throw down and
1: take away all of your freedom Tucker again play for me was it left behind what happened to the dogs and cats they left at home Well, chances are Chinese police beat those dogs and cats to death on the street. That's happening tonight all over Shanghai, a mass slaughter of pets. Now, we hesitate even to show this to you. It's too horrible, but it's also real, and we thought you should know. The uh, COVID prevention worker was caught on camera bashing to death
4: a pet corgi. Apparently this happened after the pet's owner had tested reportedly positive for COVID-19 and taken away to a quarantine center. It was a resident in the compound who filmed this video and filmed how this health worker used a shovel to strike the corgi three times before the pet dog died on the
0: scene
1: a corgi beaten to death with a shovel. In China, that's COVID protection. The Chinese government has also confiscated some huge but unknown number of house cats from people's homes, thrown them in bags, and left them on sidewalks to be killed. Again, it was a tough judgment call whether or not to put that on the air. See, what's
0: really interesting about them killing the animals in China is that they're actually disproving that this came from an animal. The thing about it is the COVID that's found in dogs and cats is completely different. There is no animal host. It's I mean, there, there, there is an animal host for COVID-19, which is why vaccines are completely and totally useless. They talk about measles. They talk about the mumps. There's no animal host. That way, the, the if you create... If you create a vaccine for a virus with an animal host, it simply runs back into the animal and mutates and comes back again. That's what it has the ability to do. It doesn't always do that. It can do that amongst humans also. But as they're killing off those animals, it actually invalidates the need for a vaccine. It invalidates the validity of the the vaccine and the
1: credibility of people like Anthony Fauci. Play the next one for me and you should know exactly what the authorities are talking about when they say the Chinese government is responding to COVID. There are videos like that one all over social media. So the Chinese government isn't denying this is real, and it's not apologizing. Lang Wanyan is a spokesman for China's National Health Commission. Effectively, he is China's Tony Fauci. He recently gave an interview to the the state-run newspaper, The People's Daily, and explained the government's thinking here. Quote, China adheres to COVID zero, he said, China's socialist system has a strong ability to organize and mobilize, which will help it ensure the success of the COVID zero strategy.
0: COVID zero strategy, of course, cannot work. Here's another, Tucker, we're getting to an end game here. Play it for me.
1: So the Chinese government certainly has the capacity to mobilize, but what does success look like? Well, this is what success is in Shanghai tonight. This is video shot by a resident of one of Shanghai's countless apartment towers. What you're hearing in this video are the screams of the people trapped inside. Has there ever been a clearer picture of what hell is like? 25 million people imprisoned in concrete apartment blocks screaming for help and slowly starving. In the words of a Western journalist called Jeff who who is apparently stuck in Shanghai, quote, this is the biggest, richest, most international city in China, and people are starving without medicine, without freedom. Parents are separated from their children, the military is on the streets, and Shanghai's optimism has ground to a halt. But it's worse than that. Some in Shanghai are so desperate they are crying out for food, watch.
4: And people are complaining that stores have run out of food, And it's nearly impossible to schedule deliveries because couriers can't keep up with the demand. One man in Shanghai documenting the shortages on Twitter says we had three deliveries that were booked to deliver today. All three were cancelled social media videos not verified by NBC News described as protests by people desperate to get food and medicine store shelves cleared out this man on the street yelling what am I supposed to buy what am I supposed to eat in some areas drones telling people to stay home control your soul's desire for freedom it says and in this video the residents yell at the police at one point they say we are starving
1: we are starving," they scream at Stony Face police as drones overhead tell them to stop longing for freedom.
0: So I'm just wondering, where are all the defenders of democracy? Those with the Ukraine flags now that are on their title pages. I'm just curious, where are all the defenders of democracy? You, what you have here is a country of over a billion people, and uh, in and in this Shanghai is no small city. It dwarfs it dwarfs New York City. It's 27 million people live there. So I mean. Where are all the defenders of democracy? I mean, wh- wh- where's where's LeBron James boycotting China? Wh- where's all the outspokenness on those who are such purveyors of freedom? I'm just very curious because when it's inconvenient and when there's dollars that are at stake, nobody says a word. And these people are actually starving to death. People, even Donald Trump, has used has used the word like Holocaust or genocide of what's happening in Ukraine. And believe me, I know there's there's... There's atrocities happening in Ukraine, both committed by Zelensky and Putin. Again, I don't take sides in that war because they're both WEF puppets, both Putin and Zelensky. So I don't take sides. I'm there for the innocents. Same thing here. But I'm just curious, why is it that nobody's speaking out about the atrocities happening in China to millions upon millions upon millions of people that possibly even right now are starving to death. Here's another litany of atrocities happening in China. Play it for me, Will. <laughs>
3: 你們不要這麼說<音><自分手这么长> See,
0: now here's the response again to COVID. You guys can just kind of keep, keep it so that the crowd is on the screen for me best you can. Rewind it and back it up and fast forward, whatever you gotta do. Now it's very interesting, what's going on there? Are all these people are being tested for COVID. Now explain to me how this works. I wanna know the science. Now that's what I've been hearing over the last 25 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, is that everything, like I'm banned off of, Aaron and Jared, you get me back on Facebook? I've been banned off of Facebook, again, because of my anti-science. I'm just very curious. See if you guys can keep that video going, though, the best you can, because I want people to be able to see it. I want to know the science behind this, because this is all. This also happens in other countries, too, like Australia, Austria, all the other hyper-COVID states, where they have all these, including New York City here in the United States, credit where credit is due, of course. They have all these people line up. Of course, this is the worst I've ever seen is the one in China. They have all these people line up to get tested for covid now allegedly you're not supposed to be anywhere close to 16 six feet you know you're not supposed to be anywhere closer than six feet from each other right so explain to me the science behind all of these people jamming into this area right here looks like some sort of mall or airport or something and to get tested for covid same thing that we saw in new york city when omicron came out and everyone was going to die of omicron of course the only people that actually ever caught omicron were the vaccinated but I want to know the science behind mass testing when everybody there has now created a mass spreader event, a super spreader event. I would love to know the science behind it because here's the thing. There never is any science. When all of the, when, when it's the left, whether, whether it's Kamala Harris who just got caught maskless again, violating her own dictates. It does, there is no science for them, but there's only science for those they want to control. These people in this picture right here are those that they want to control. So for them, they have to abide by their science, even though in this very picture, their science is being violated so that they can adhere to their science. And you're like, Tom, that makes no sense. Of course, it makes no sense because this virus has never made any sense. Yes, there is a coronavirus. We understand that. But the response to it has never made any sense, not for one day. And I don't care about those who say, you know what? We closed until we found out, you know, what it was. Or, no, listen, if you closed and you were a spiritual person, it is for one of two reasons. It's either because you are devoid of the Holy Spirit or you ignored what the Holy Spirit told you. Because the Holy Spirit, when Matthew 16 or John 16, 13, he will tell you things to come. He will tell you. And this you never needed to close. None of this has made ever sense. Made any sense ever. If you look at pictures like this, like this, it proves that very point. It's been an attack on democracy and freedom from day one. Play the
1: next Tucker clip for me. Again, the richest city in China and you never thought you'd see anything like this. So the question is, what is going on here? Obviously, it's not about COVID. Let's stop pretending. Shanghai does not have a COVID crisis. Even if Shanghai did have a COVID crisis, we know perfectly well from recent experience, this is not the way to handle a COVID crisis. So from the perspective of China's central government, the problem is not COVID. The problem is Shanghai itself. Shanghai is probably the freest place in China. It's certainly got more foreign nationals than any city in China. They're drawn by the trade that revolves around its historic port. So, by Chinese standards, Shanghai is an independent minded city. And that's the problem. For authoritarians, independent mindedness is the main threat. If you're the head of the Communist Party of China and you're trying to run a highly volatile country of 1.4 billion people from Beijing, naturally your top concern always will be Shanghai. Shanghai is the one place a meaningful insurrection might start. And that's especially true this year. Xi Jinping, the Chinese autocrat, is set to take a third consecutive term beginning in the fall. Now, that was not supposed to happen. There were term limits in China. But four years ago, the Chinese Communist Party did away with those term limits, and Xi Jinping can now rule the country forever. Even in China, that is a controversial move. As a China expert called Natasha Kassam put it, quote, from Beijing's perspective, there is no higher priority than stability ahead of the party Congress this fall. This is the closest you might come to seeing a campaign season in china oh there it is right there a campaign season even in an authoritarian country public opinion still matters a campaign season is still real even if you're president for life sound familiar so china's rulers want to stay in power forever and in order to do that they're using covid restrictions they're pretty sure covid restrictions work they watched our last presidential election closely See, it's the perfect model
0: launching from what they want to be launching from. And again, whether it's the Macron's of the world, the Merkel's of the world, the Morrison's of the world, The Boris Johnson's of the world, the Joe Biden's and Kamala Harris's of the world, the Justin Trudeau's, anybody else you want to name that's a World Economic Forum member. What they want is a country like China, as Justin Trudeau said, the country that he most admires is the pure dictatorship of China. He said it out loud. We all know that it's true. This is what they want. They're trying to get us to this place. The most independent part of China Unless you consider Hong Kong to be part of China, although Hong Kong every day is being subjected and suppressed. However, the most independent part of China is Shanghai. It is basically if there is capitalism going on in China, it's happening in Shanghai. That's why you see uh, Xi Jinping is not as solid as people think that he is. His economy is in big trouble. He's actually facing challenges to his reign. So he's got to go to where the challenges are. And what does he use? COVID, exactly what happened in the United States. We have a fraudulent elected, a fraudulently elected president. Joe Biden was not elected legally. Every single state, whether you go through the troubled states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, All of those states, the seven cities and the six states that turned this election around, it was all heavy-duty COVID mitigations. That's all you can get away with here that's all you can't you can't have yet in the united states and if we don't stand and the church doesn't stand we will have those guys running around the streets with their biohazardous outfits on just like there are in china we've we've seen little tastes of that here in the united states we've seen people arrested for not being six feet apart rodney howard brown arrested for conducting a church service whatever it may be Arthur Pulaski, who just got out of prison up in canada arrested if they could get away with that they would be doing it mark my words they would be already be doing that but they want to get us to that place and this is why you're saying i don't mean to get in too big of a spiel on this but this is why you're seeing the collapsing of our economy it's all on purpose they're flooding our borders with people it's all on purpose they're removing borders it's all about removing national sovereignty so that they can usher in a new world order right out of the book of revelation That's what it's all about. They do not think of themselves, whether it's Scott Morrison, Joe Biden, Emmanuel Macron, Angela Merkel, whoever it may be, they do not think of themselves as prime ministers or presidents of sovereign nations. They think of themselves as governors of global states. That's what they think. That's why Joe Biden doesn't care about a border around a sovereign nation. He doesn't care. You're only seeing other, just a few countries like Poland, like Hungary, they care about their sovereignty. Most countries don't. Austria is being flooded with refugees. New Zealand is being flooded with refugees. In, in, Aust- in Australia right now, they're trying to replace those that they fired for not taking vaccinations with refugees from out of country because scott morrison sees himself as a globalist governor not a prime minister or president of a sovereign state of australia understand that that's what it really is now that was that was the the china's fauci's response to COVID 19. here's current fauci is that where we should be at right now is tom elliott video you got it play it for me let's talk about Uh,
4: The fact, first of all, that we understand that the TSA is going to extend that mask mandate for public transportation. I know it's not announced yet, but that is our reporting. Uh, So given the fact that we're still seeing the surge in Europe, uh, we're still seeing the effects here in the Northeast. Why only 15 days?
5: Well, I think, uh, Angie, because it's a moving target and we really want to see what the pattern is here in the United States. I think making a decision for April 18th, uh, I would agree that we really do need more time. It isn't like things are static. Things are moving. We're seeing an increase throughout the country. We're seeing it more so in certain cities, and certain regions than others. And until we get a really good handle on it, I think it's prudent. I mean, I don't know what the official word has been about that. But if they do extend it, I would not be surprised. And I think that that would be a prudent thing to do.
4: Philadelphia is bringing back its indoor mask mandate as of next week as well. Is this the right way to go on masks?
5: You know, again. Po- so what
0: has changed and what is the science? I put those I had them in the wrong order. So that's that's where Fauci stands right now on COVID mitigations. How different is he
1: than China? Play it for me. Pugnant. 25 million people just lost their most basic human rights. So the question is, is anyone in the Biden administration, which is constantly lecturing us about democracy and human rights, said anything about this? Has the State Department issued an angry denunciation of Xi Jinping? Is the U.S. government threatening sanctions against China for building the world's largest prison camp? Well, of course not. Effectively, our leaders are defending what China is doing here's tony fauci admitting on camera he will never criticize the chinese government
4: we spoke to one of the who investigators who've been to wuhan to investigate how
1: the virus started and they were prevented from seeing key details and and from speaking to key people why do you think the chinese government did that
5: you know um i don't want to create any or or, or mention any, any any disparaging remarks about that but The Chinese are very closed uh, in a way of being very reluctant, particularly when you have a disease that evolves in their country. They become extremely secretive, even though there's no reason to be secretive. I think they were very concerned and maybe embarrassed that the virus evolved from their country. But there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. So they lied about an international pandemic that they clearly had a hand in creating. But according to Tony Fauci, there was, quote, nothing wrong with the Chinese government lying about COVID.
0: So as Tony Fauci sees the world, well, not the world, China, well, it's still the world, locked down and revert back to things that make no sense, absolutely no sense. 76 percent of COVID cases are caught in one's own home and they tell you to lock down in your own house masking does absolutely nothing which i'll show you in just a moment from the latest graph and here's where anthony fauci stands as of today play for me
5: but the idea that we're going to see an uptick i think people need to appreciate that that's the case and follow the cdc guidelines because remember when the metrics were put forth the new metrics looking at the guidance of masking it was said that if we do start seeing an uptick particularly of hospitalizations we may need to revert back to give me being more careful and having more utilizations of masks indoor. But right now we're watching it very, very carefully. So here we go.
0: Once again, let's go back to masking. Now Trump made, I'm showing you what the experts are saying here. Now Trump made a galactic error in endorsing Dr. Oz for the Senate race in Pennsylvania, huge mistake. Where does Dr. Oz stand on, let's let's call it, uh, medical freedom? Play it for me.
2: And the Chinese numbers have dropped dramatically, which is fantastic news. And it's it's also valuable for us to understand why they were able to do that. If you look inside of Wuhan province, they had a catastrophe. But outside the province, which, of course, they quarantined in the largest uh, movement of its nature ever, 60 million people blocked in that space. But the rest of the country was relatively spared. They didn't have the big spikes, the huge uh crises that Wuhan experienced and it took the country to in a very different direction we just have to copy what they did take their blueprint and repeat it here in this country and we started that aggressively over the last week
4: so is it too late right now for the U.S. to adopt those policies I mean or uh, has it been too late in maybe uh, adopting the uh, the lockdowns the curfews like we're seeing in New Jersey
2: I don't think it's too late I think we did it the nick of time uh, it's Probably a couple days of pain that we're going to go through, where we really can't influence what happens this week. In, for example, New York City, where I'm sitting now, uh, the governor said he expects there to be a thousand cases here. So last week we had, you know, several dozen. But I think the, the week from now we'll start to see the benefits of what many would call draconian actions: shutting down all public gatherings, limiting groups to initially 500, then 250, now we're down to 50, which is probably the right size. And people have a newfound awareness of the seriousness of this. I mean,
0: So he's saying that if you call it a draconian lockdown, you were completely wrong. And that's Trump's nominee coming out of Pennsylvania, which is why I'm losing faith in Donald Trump. This is one stupid decision after another by Donald Trump. If it wasn't for people saying things to him and, 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 and the threat probably of having empty rallies. He'd still be pimping and whoring vaccines right now, and we need to be thinking about that. I love Donald Trump as a president. Believe me, if it was if it's Donald Trump versus any Democrat, I'm voting for Donald Trump. And I love what Donald Trump did while he was president. Believe me, but I don't know. It, it's it's and it's time to stop excusing his act his his activities or his decisions um, by by saying that it's the people around him and that he needs to choose better advisors. He's a 70 something year old man. I believe 74 years old. 72, 74. I can't believe I can't remember which one. But anyway, he's old enough to know what to do. You do not you do not endorse a pro-choice pro-medical tyranny doctor as your senator Senate uh uh you know, campaign. You know, as your as your as your Senate choice coming out of out of out of out of Pennsylvania, you do not make that that you do not make that your guy. That is Mitt Romney about to happen again. I mean, how many more times do we have to elect a Susan Collins or a Lisa Murkowski? How many more times do we have to learn these lessons? You do not elect people. Did you hear what that guy was saying? Dr. Oz was sitting there saying that if you think that that what China was doing was draconian, you're wrong. Now, that was back in early part of COVID. And that wasn't wasn't addressing the videos that I just saw right, just showed you right now. But the videos that I showed you right now were exactly what they were doing in Wuhan. And please understand something. It doesn't matter how bad the videos look. The virus is still 99.9% survivable. For people that are zero to 19 years of age, their post-infection survival rate is 99.997%. For those that are 20 to 50 years of age, their post-infection survival rate. And this is for China, this is for China. This is for the United States. This is for England, this is for everywhere else. For people that are 20 to 50, the post-infection survival rate for COVID is 99.98%, which is exactly the same as the flu. So, for people that are 0 to 19 years of age, it's it's the flu is 7 to 20 times more virulent than COVID. So none of these things make any sense whatsoever. They never have, not for one day. When you actually look at the statistical data, that what really matters, and those stats that I was just giving you, those are from the Stanford Axe Force Lionidas study. That's not a bastion of right wing conservatism. That's a scientific study of the post infection survival rates of COVID. Even people who are 80 or above with multiple comorbidities have over a 95% survival rate for COVID-19. Actually, it's just under a 95%. I believe it's 94.5%. And, and we do all of these things for that. And you have a quote unquote doctor espousing it espousing it based on what? Here's what he said about masks. Can you do, can you do that side by side, Aaron? Or there you go. Perfect. This is what Dr. Oz said about masks masks shouldn't be a political statement your mask is a sign of love now put up the big one for me just so everybody can see it masks shouldn't be a political statement they're about being kind how is wearing a mask a bold faced lie that does absolutely nothing for you and again this is trump's endorsed candidate for the republican nomination coming out of pennsylvania for the senate this is this is trump's nominee you wear a mask and protect the people you love but when they don't how is it a sign of kindness to wear a mask when masking is a bold face lie? Let's look at this. Let's look at this next. We'll put it up there for me, Will. U.S. COVID. This is it. Now, if you look at these lines, the blue line is where you had mask mandates. The yellow line is where you had no mask mandates. So tell me, just leave this up for a while. I want to know from doctors out there like Oz, like Dr. Fauci, like Deborah Burks, like Rochelle Walensky who's not a medical doctor, she's a professor who runs the CDC, Centers for Disease Control. I want to know how you justify mask mandates. Now if, you, now, if you put this up and you just changed it to lockdown, it would look exactly the same. Remember those lines. Blue is where they had mask mandates, and that's the spike that you had with COVID. Yellow is where you had no mask mandates, and you can substitute the word lockdowns or vaccinations or vaccine mandates and it will look exactly the same. Everything that they espoused. Lockdowns, masks, vaccines, vaccine mandates, have quarantining yourself, alcohol gel, social distancing. You can substitute any of those th- any of those words in for mask mandate for in this graph and all the graphs look exactly the same. If you don't do any of those things, you have that spike. If you do all of those things, you have exactly that same spike because you cannot stop. You cannot stop a flea with a chain link fence. And that is the exact correlation behind wearing a mask and trying to stop COVID even if it's an N95 mask because this graph is exactly the same in every country that has N95 mask mandates right now. It stops, Not that's the truth. And you have doctors that come on, like Trump's nominee for the Senate of Pennsylvania, that come on week after week, now 25 months, two years, so year after year, espousing things of which there is no statistical data whatsoever that backs one thing that they said. You had Fauci just a minute ago, On the TV with Andrea Mitchell, on the TV with another uh, Pravda media source right after that, espousing the virtues of masks. This is the virtues of masks. This is the truth. This is probably sourced out of the CDC. It is, I look at the top CDC data, which he constantly says, and leave this up, he constantly says, we need to follow the CDC's guidance. So the CDC's guidance is based off of information like this. So the CDC is lying when they would tell you to wear masks, they are lying. So how is it loving kindness to wear a mask that's based on bold face lying? How do any of these doctors have any credibility whatsoever for, with, with now for, for years they've come out, because 25 months, a little over two years, have come out for years told you that vax mandates work. They've come out and told you that masking works, that social distancing works, that lockdowns work. MDs, previously trusted medical professionals, have come out. You have frontline doctors that are banned out of the medical community, whether it's Peter McCullough and numerous others, like Simone Gold, numerous others that are experts in their field, banned because they're reading this data. They're actually looking at, Dr. Robert Malone, they're looking at graphs under slides and showing the the adverse effects of vaccinations, and they're banned out of the medical community. When the rest of the medical community tells you to wear a mask because allegedly it's loving, and allegedly it'll stop a virus... When the data shows this, that it does absolutely nothing. And Aaron and I and Tommy and Will have been on this for for a couple years now. And every single graph, you can go to Ian Miller on Twitter. Every single graph looks exactly like this. You mitigate, you get the spike. You don't mitigate, you get the spike. That's the facts. All you COVID caving pastors that thought you were loving, this is the truth behind your mitigations. When you locked down, when you had your mass services, when you had your trumpet players up there with a hole cut in their mask, playing their trumpet and spewing out their spit into the audience, th- that makes as much sense as wearing a mask at any time. It does absolutely nothing. Townhall.com video, play it for me. On Friday,
4: that, um, the vice president was masked indoors all day. But the White House tweeted a video showing her standing over the president without a mask on. Can you explain what happened there? Well, I would say that the vice president and the president and all of us abide by what the CDC protocols are. It was an emotional day. It was a historic day. And there were moments when she was not wearing a mask inside, including in a photo. But she was wearing it
0: 99.9 percent of the time. So she's allowed to kill people, according to them, because they say masks save lives. So if you're not wearing a mask, that means you're a killer. Remember, they always project on you that which they are. They say that we are coming for their kids, but we never do a dadgum thing to their kids. They're sucking kids out of wombs. They're teaching oral sex to kids that are in kindergarten that's them they're the ones after your kids they're the ones who are alleged they're they're the ones who are the killers not us but allegedly according to Jen Psaki, it is absolutely fine she uh, uh, Kamala Harris does not need to wear a mask at all as long as it is quote an emotional and historic day so I guess COVID-19, the world's smartest virus, not only the world's smart, smartest vi- virus, the smartest virus of all time, because on an emotional and historic day, like the most worthless human being ever being sworn in as a Supreme Court justice, that's the day we're talking about, You are you don't have to wear a mask at that point. And this shows you from day one, COVID caving pastors, COVID caving Christian leaders that are all mad and upset right now because you're proven wrong and you still refuse to say you were wrong. This shows you from day one, they were never scared of the virus to begin with because they they could actually look at the CDC data. So they were lying in instituting tyranny for their own political expediency. That's what it's been about from day one. Last, uh, last Tucker, play it for me.
1: Shanghai may be a model. A longtime Harvard epidemiologist called Eric Feigelding just wrote an op-ed explaining that we should all be grateful for the atrocities the Chinese government is committing in Shanghai tonight because they're in, quote, everyone's interest. A health security expert called Nicholas Thomas just told CNN that Shanghai is an inspiration to the world's leaders, quote, The legacy of Shanghai will see a return to mass lockdowns for larger cities in the near to medium.
0: That's the expert. Now that's the bourgeois elitist class speaking to you right now, saying that we need to thank China. That's the bourgeois elitist coming out of Harvard. That's who they are. They're saying to you, look at China. This is where we need to go. And here's some interesting footage out of China. Play it for me, Will. Oh, it's a dystopian nightmare, right? This can never happen here. Well, let's look at where Joe Joe Biden was looking to spend some you know you know some nice government taxpayer uh, money, contract money. Let's see where he was looking to spend it. Play it for me. So there you go. There's Joe Biden. Wanted to, again, emulate China. Now, here's my favorite part of the show. We'll roll roll these right in order, Will, as usual. Here are the people that are in charge of the United States of America. Play it for me.
4: That, unlike for some of us, the thing of Encyclopedia Britannica is a thing of a long time ago. (laughs) And now the kids need to be online to help get their homework done. Broadband wire. Why do we care about that? We're going to lay it across the country. Because we know that our seniors might need the benefit of telemedicine if it's too far to get to a hospital. Our small business owners need access to high-speed broadband to run those small businesses that are part of what fuels America's economy.
3: And I'm deeply proud of the work she's doing as First Lady with Joining Forces Initiative. She started with Michelle Obama when she was vice president and now carries on. So I am here uh, because this is a
4: community in the Mississippi Delta that has a, a, a long history of, of being part of America's history, um, including having the needs that that should be met. How much do you see yourself, in in some ways, Admiral Levine, as a role model for, for trans kids, given that you are well, such a high-ranking official in the government?
2: Well, thank you so much. It is such an honor to serve in this position. It's an honor to have been nominated and then confirmed uh, as the Assistant Secretary for Health and then truly an honor to have taken the uniform of the United States Public Health Service Commission Corps as a, a four-star admiral. So I am truly privileged. And I, um, I am honored to serve as a role model for transgender individuals. But what I want to do is give back. Um, uh, and what, the two ways that I can give back is, one, to be very vocal, and advocate for the LGBTQI plus community, specifically transgender individuals, and to work on specific policies at HHS and throughout the administration that support um, uh, diversity, equity and inclusion.
3: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with them. And we've traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. We're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. In February, the families of nine. People just want an end point.
4: Do you have one to give them? What I can say is that people deserve to know that their president, that our administration is concerned enough to do something about it. And so that is what we
0: are doing. As Steve Bannon says, can't, uh, elections have consequences. Stolen elect, uh, elections have grievous consequences. We have the dumbest people on the planet running the country. Can you imagine Richard Levine walking into the White House and not being laughed at? I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, honestly, that man dressed, dressed up as a woman in some sort of half-baked naval gear. I mean, and nobody's laugh Listen, there's times to laugh at people. That may not sound Christ-like to you, but there's times if you're going to be that ridiculous, you need to be laughed at. And people like that are the ones who are trying to get into your children's classrooms. If your kids are still in public school and you can get them out, get them out now or start taking control of your local school boards. Let's close out with some vaccine data. Rise Melbourne, 40% increase in Australia for heart attacks. Play it for me.
4: You know, I don't think anyone can explain why we saw a 40% jump in code ones, and I've I've seen that as I've travelled around the state. Sometimes I'll walk into an ambulance service and they'll say, "We had a 30% increase in code ones yesterday." Can't tell you why. We just had a lot of heart attacks and chest pains and trouble, you know, breathing, respiratory issues. Sometimes you can't explain why those things happen, but unfortunately. Yeah. Do have any theories or any idea as to what could have been that No, we, we don't have that information yet. Uh, but, um, you know, what I do know, uh, and I'm hearing some interjections on the side, is that vaccines actually help people stay out of hospital, uh, not put them in hospital. You know, what I do know, uh, and I'm hearing some interjections on the side, is that vaccines actually help people stay out of hospital, uh, not put them in hospital.
0: You have a 40% increase as you said code 1s that's heart attacks 40% increase in heart attacks in the in the nation of Australia and there's only one mitigating factor that's the difference between 2021 2022 and 2020 there was no vaccines in 2020 and since then you've had a 40% increase in heart attacks and this health official says that there's no correlation whatsoever based on what data? Put the next one up for me, Will. I need the left. There we go. I don't know how to pronounce this name at all, but I'll just give it a shot. osmane Kalabalai something like that, and Christian Erickson, Victor Liddelloff, Sergio Aguero, Charlie, Charlie Weichs are EU's top soccer players who dropped out due to heart failure shortly after each other. They are all vaccinated. Go to the next one for me. N- N- Nellie Korda, easier name, the number two female golf player in the world, has been forced to stop competing due to blood clots at the age of 23. She's also, of course, vaccinated. This has never happened before. Everyone needs to stop acting like it did. I know those who are watching are not part of that group, but we need to demand that they stop acting like there's no correlation. When we have the DOD study, the Thomas Rentz lawsuit, we know that basically in every statistical category, whether heart attacks through Bell's palsy, you have a minimum of a 200% increase in those maladies when you compare 2021 to 2016 through 2020. That's an absolute absolute fact and there is only one addition to the repertoire of a soldier between 2020 and 2021 and that is the illegal vaccination that they gave them by the way it was illegal because under the military contract they have to receive an FDA approved vaccination and the only one that's approved is comerity, which is not available to the military or anybody else So they're receiving an illegal vaccination more from australia play for me
1: more than a dozen ambulances are waiting it's the same story at the ipswich hospital at some stages this afternoon at the prince charles hospital there was more than half a dozen waiting here at the rbwh i counted at least 10 ambulances in the waiting bay Now, the Health Minister's Office, Melissa, has been made aware of this situation. David Christofulli, the opposition leader, just today went on the attack, accusing the government of being in the midst of a health crisis. But Melissa, it's worth noting that the Queensland Ambulance Service has said that this afternoon is an unusually busy afternoon, but waiting three hours to drop patients off certainly is not standard procedure. Melissa, it will be very interesting to see how the government responds to this tomorrow, because there simply is no easy answer.
0: There isn't, is there, Peter? Thank you. It's simply pretending just like they have been doing for forever now. They pretend that that COVID is the second coming of the bubonic plague so they can usher in their tyranny. Now you have all of the health consequences of their vaccinations, which are, you. you listen, if you've been vaccinated, you need to be prayed over immediately. You are a ticking time bomb. You need to go get a D-dimer test immediately to see if you have capillary blood clotting how does the world's number two tennis player or number two golfer the woman how does she end up with blood clots because she's not allowed to play golf without getting double vaccinated and boosted you either have capillary blood clotting or ade antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. That's why they're all hiding their vaccine data. I'll get to that in a minute. I have to read this one to you because it's got a, prof- a profane word on it, but this is a Mexico tweet, and it says, new Bill Gates malaria vaccine has been approved by the World Health Organization. It, it's 30% effective. It is 30% effective against malaria. 30% it's been approved by the World Health Organization. And, and one of the side effects is meningitis. You couldn't make this bleep up. That's why we had to leave it, leave it off tonight, off of CTN. So there's the Bill Gates hasn't stopped. He's now putting out a a, a malaria vaccination that causes meningitis. How much you want to bet? They're sterilizing agents, and you're like Tom. That's just right wing Alex Jones conspiracy theory. Alex Jones is proven to be right about 95 percent of the time. However, just using his name for just a moment. That's just that's just right wing conspiracy theory. Tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff. No, they've already admitted to that. The World Health Organization has it on their website, apologizing publicly for being caught with Bill Gates polio vaccinations, having sterilizing agents on the inside of Put the next one for me. I'll try to get to it as much as I can. Win, talk or tweet, make sure you follow her on Twitter. One of my favorites. The British are now officially hiding COVID data. Get this now. This is from Alex Berenson. And this is the exact same thing that's happening with the CDC and the NIH inside of America. As of today, they have stopped releasing it. The British are now officially hiding COVID vaccine data. Until last week, the British government offered the best source of raw data on the efficacy of COVID vaccines. Each Thursday, the UK uh, security agency reported the number of new infections and hospitalizations and death by vaccine status. Since last fall, and especially since the Omicron variant, the reports have presented an increasingly dismal picture of vaccine efficacy. Last week reported at th- this one now that in March, nearly 90 percent of adults hospitalized with COVID were vaccinated and over 90 percent of their COVID deaths we were fully vaccinated so folks you can bring it back to me they're all lying it is bold-faced lies run from the lies of the corrupt covid tyrants and stand in freedom do not be burned again by yoke of slavery love you all see you next time lots of other churches are closing they're done and i'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators You know what, you come in, we're we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair, sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. You need to be sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. spirit saith the lord of hosts praise you lord for this building in jesus mighty name
3: check out our new tlp trucker hat when you give 25 dollars more to the podcast we will ship one out to you thank you for investing in the program and we look forward to you tuning in next time
1: Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lipley Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network.
2: You can always watch live at TomLipley.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble,
1: Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLifley.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.